listener production. Like some to die for yogurt on some perfectly soaked burger. Bad boys get all the yum yum. Yes. Yum yum good. Yum yum good. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Well, somebody cue the green day. Good riddance, brackets time of your life because uh, Victorian Ooh. Premier Dan Andrews announced that an effective 5pm today, which is a Wednesday, thank you for joining us, he'll be leaving the office of Premier to uh, spend more time with the family and potentially take up a private sector role. Matt O'Kine is here with his reflections. Go on, Matt. I mean, I always reckon it's <laughs> sus as when a politician just decides to resign like in a day. Oh, really? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, why? So, like, if anyone else in their mm. workplace doesn't give several weeks' notice, they get penalised. Like, they're in two trouble. Two weeks' notice. Yeah, exactly. Two and weeks' yet, like, notice for Premier. Premiers, it's like, they can just say, oh, you know what? It's, it's a bit too much. You knew it was too much months mm. ago. Why didn't you get, say, in six months' time, I'm going to be giving it up? Well, I guess it's the complete antithesis of what, you know, people were accusing him of and throwing around a word, which I didn't particularly find appropriate, but um, Dictator Dan. Uh, dictators don't usually go, all right, that's it for me. You guys can uh, <laughs> keep going. So it's sort of a bit of egg on the Dictator Dan set because uh, there's no well, real just like quick retirements. I, go, I guess of... if, if Putin retired, uh, what would you do? Well, I mean, like, all right, guys, I'm finishing up now. <laughs> Putin needing to give the... Uh... The the two weeks notice indeed. <laughs> Empty out the desk. Um, I uh, there's also a few whispers around town, Bris Vegas. Yeah, Brisbane town. You know, that, yeah. that Anna Anastasia Palaszczuk is. Um, I mean, I don't. I don't necessarily. There's there's no rumours that she's going to leave like that. Mm. But there's certainly there's certainly whispers that it's, that's a little bit rocky around that town, which I feel, again, I feel sad. I feel a bit sad that Dan's going. I think he did well during a pandemic. I think Anastasia did brilliantly during a pandemic. They are tough many times. people, you know, disagreeing. But, no, look, it's, I don't know. But as Anthony Albanese said, um, public life takes its toll. And so, yeah, regardless of whether you agreed or not, um, there's certainly a lot of, lot of work put in. And so, um, wish him... You know, long and happy retirement and stay away from the stairs. My yeah, only... could, just have a break. How good will it be when you can just, God, he'll feel good waking up and not having yeah, to do well, you, you were about to say have a break, but I was referring to the time that he did have a break. Did, his yeah, back no, falling bad. down those God. stairs. And people were still like, oh, Dan, you <laughs> suck. You and your stupid injury. Oh, my God. That's anyway, proof that he can't uh, govern a state. Anyway, well, it's, not, it's not the big political chat today. We've got some um, other excellent things on the show, though, Matt. Yeah, that's right. We can't wait to dive right into them head first. Let's do it. Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Hope you're having a good one. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Well, Alex Dyson, the word genius doesn't get bandied around that often. It does. Um, yes, it does. <laughs> it's like <laughs> yeah, people it really does, doesn't it? People yeah. are always saying he's genius. I mean, yeah it's, yeah, it's the simplest life hack. It's like, oh my god, it's genius. Well, I tell you, you're guilty as charged because I was about to call this person a genius, and really, they've just put on TikTok a little life hack. So I'm part of the problem. TikTok life hack. Yeah. Well, children's star, TV star, um, Miss Rachel. Okay, you might you might have seen some Miss Rachel's posts on TikTok, etc. U.S. based social media personality. Um, according to Express 
www.ruthvoice.co.uk. Uh, Ms. Rachel has decided to beat life by putting her five-year-old son in his school uniform at bedtime. <laughs> Hang on, so you're skipping a skipping a step. How good is that, this? Why so, bother going from pajamas to school clothes? <laughs> yes, exactly. What does he get out of at the end of school? I don't know. Maybe he gets into fresh, fresh uniform. Maybe he so just, just puts on a fresh, freshy. So this kid is wearing his school uniform forever. It's just That's, it's every shower, and then it's a new school uniform. That forever. sounds kind of like dark. You know, sounds like, a little bit dystopian. Yeah. yeah it gets, okay. Never when, you, when you put it like. When you put it like that, I mean, surely Friday Arvo, he's stripping it off and getting into some tracky. Well, why would you? you know? You've only got to go back to school on Monday. <laughs> why not just stay in your school uniform, Matt? Yeah. I mean, school uniforms don't often involve handcuffs, so I don't know why they're, <laughs> they're... Yeah, it's a bit weird having a straight jacket on going to school. Why is that on the book list? <laughs> But, um, uh, but look, I find it kind of interesting because I tell you what, the amount of times you say, Sophia, put on your clothes for kindy mm. every morning, like every morning. You might as well just get them out of bed and straight, they're ready. They're good to go. Well, just, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go too early because school can be pretty strict on the uniform policy. Um, mm. They might say, you know, you can't have been wearing it for 24 hours prior, <laughs> but they could, they could say, as they've done in America, uh, the Texas school students, Daryl George, uh, are suing the school district there oh. because they feel that they have not respected a new Texas law called the Crown Act that make it illegal for schools and employers to discriminate against people with hairstyles commonly or historically associated with race. So they, Daryl suspended for, he's been suspended for three weeks because he has locks in his hair. They're like long rope-like strands of hair that he pins onto his head in like a bit of a barrel roll, right? Um, and they've said, not nah, too long. Wait, is Daryl is Daryl African-American? Certainly is. But he's saying his like locks, as in like dreadlocky style things. Yeah, so Barbers Hill Independent School District's dress code mandates that a male student's hair will not extend at any time below the eyebrows or below the earlobes or below the top of a T-shirt collar if it's pulled out and it falls below that length. So <laughs> the school's like, no, sorry, you pull that out. That's falling below your eyebrows, earlobes, or shirt collar. So Dazza, you're not you coming to school. <laughs> but, why, like, but that's why you do it up, so that it doesn't fall below those areas. It's like all, it's like no. the, the braids that all the NRLW players wear. You know, have you seen mm. the braids? Mm. Like, they're tying it up. They don't want it to get all tangled up and everything. Well, so they're too bad. getting it out of the way. Too bad. No coming to school with this, this strict uniform policy. I'm sure Brisbane State High, Matt, would have had a pretty strict policy back in the day. Well, I mean, we did. I don't know if it was as strict as the uh, Holderness Academy in Hull. Girl got put in isolation and then sent home for having a, uh, a like a no-brand black school skirt. Mm. As Instead opposed to, what? well, one made by Rawcliffe Schoolwear. Oh. They're saying, nope. Can't just have a generic black. It's, they look exactly the same. Yeah. And apparently teachers have been asking pupils to lift up their blouses so they can see the label on <gasps> the waistband. That's what? the only way they even know that it's a different skirt. And they're like, lift up your blouse. 
You have to show this yeah, label. And yeah, it's, school's yeah, trying girls. to be, yeah, we've got to be better at a, as a school. So here, school child, lift up your blouse. Who's the cooked one there? Absolute jokers. Exactly. So they're well, forcing I, parents well, to pay 20 what, pounds instead of three pounds fifty. Three pounds fifty for the cheap skirt, but no, doesn't have the little label at the top. Oh, got to pay the 20 pounds, otherwise isolation and then home. Absolute rot. Uh, Ian Dice would not be going for that. I don't think I wore a, a single thing from my school's uniform shop growing up. It was always, he found uh, my own white shirts, never bought the school shoes. Like, no, good for you. You want black leather runners. You know, you don't have these stupid, like, no well, support in them. And, souls. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. So I was always in the runners at school, like the black runners as part of it. And I got told off a bit because I'd wear a white t-shirt underneath some of to- some of the times I'd have like a brand under the white sort of collared shirt and you could see the oh, brand through. Oh, you could see it. So I was like, Don't Gee, do that. that's naughty. I mean, that's, that's, you're a rebel. I mean, I mean really... I was the coolest kid in the musical for the, for like acts like that, like absolute, <laughs> you know, middle finger at authority acts on that whilst I was um, practicing my lines for the it musical. Always, it always tripped me out because there was a high school that we, that I lived near in Drapilly High. And it had no uniform. At all? No. Kids we can just wear whatever they want. Heartbreak high territory. Yeah. And I'm like, like. you wouldn't even go and get an official um, school <laughs> eyebrow ring. Like you need the school logo on the eyebrow much, ring. It's too much pressure. Mm. <laughs> you need the school, the official school eyebrow ring. <laughs> <laughs> um, Drasic was wearing, for, that was from the uniform shop. It was. It really was. Uh, but we did ask you what. What strict school dress codes you had? Because it's got everywhere. One of my first um, girlfriend in uni, she'd just come from a um, a school that she said was referred to around the streets of Sydney. She was a boarder. She was from the country, but boarded a school that was referred to as the Princess Factory, I think, by the uh, surrounding schools. And they had some pretty wow. strict uniform rules. When you've got a boat hat, you know you're... You know your school's pretty strict. Oh, yeah, the boater hats, the mandatory <laughs> yeah. blazers. Yeah, there's a few of those around our school. Um, but Emma got in touch with us on at matt.n.alex, said no black pants were allowed. Detention was given on your second offence. Black pants instead of what? I don't know. I'm guessing the you know the blue shorts or the blue skirt or whatever they had. Or mm. um, you know, you know, it'd be pretty sick if a school uniform came out and it was it was all black. Like black leather coat. Yeah, black leather <laughs> uniforms. Damn, wouldn't mess with them. Kate like, said we we weren't allowed to great, wear. What are you? That sounds like uh, the village people factory. <laughs> Is that? Do they wear all black? No, one of them one wears of them all did. black, doesn't he? One of them did. Uh, Kate <laughs> says we weren't allowed to wear half length stockings because it was distracting to the boys when we were adjusting. Half length yeah, stockings. That's up to the. That's just below the knee. So. So you say they're in a skirt and you bend down to adjust your stockings. They said it was distracting to the boys to pull up your socks. Bron, can you, can you confirm we're talking about the right thing here? I do still get confer- confused between skirts and dresses sometimes. What? How? I still, and Sophia corrects me all the time. She goes, it's not a, it's not a dress, it's a skirt. And I'm like, oh. yeah. are you joking? Bron, She's four years old. Oh, you know, you put up God. your hand to tell left and right. Some other people get confused <laughs> at other things. All right. <laughs> One is- big, a dress or a skirt. Such a clear. Okay, whatever. That is no, such a clear when, difference. When I'm thinking about it, yes, they're very two different things. Mm. Okay, but I was sure. well into my twenties when I realised that there was in fact a difference between a skirt and a dress. <laughs> I'm not joking. No, I'm not exaggerating. In your twenties, 
I just didn't think. I honestly thought a skirt was a dress. I just didn't even think that they were different. <laughs> That's embarrassing. It's like in uh, France. There's one word for monkey. It's songe. You, there's no monkey. There's no orangutan. There's no orangutan. There's no gorilla. It's all songe. <laughs> Kitty Finnegan has some good stand up about that. If you want to go watch yeah, it. Yeah. So anyway, so is is would Kate be talking about the um the like the stockings that go to your knees? Yeah, I think that the stockings she's talking about the ones that go up to like above your knee. Oh. So you need the long ones because then when you adjust them, you're you're standing up more. Yeah, you're not you're not doing the um bend and snap. My school had a ter- like they were so strict on the uniform that you couldn't leave the school without wearing your blazer, and you'd get a detention if you weren't wearing your blazer on the way out of school. How about these snitches that used to stand at the gates, the prefects busting you for leaving school in your sports uniform? What a loser. <laughs> Don't blame the prefects for enforcing <laughs> rules. Blame the school for having rubbish oh, rules. You know who says that? A prefect. Were we, you a prefect? We didn't have prefects. <laughs> and the only blazers at Warnable College were in the school library. And if you were debating that day, you'd go and hire one out and go and wear it against the other team. Then when you back to, went back to school, you gave it back to the library. <laughs> we didn't have blazers. Well, Carly also got in touch with us. Hello. You went to school in Warnable as well. I did, yes. And what was the dress code like? Well, it was a fairly long list of things you weren't allowed. Um, we had uniform socks, which were introduced, I think, when I started there. Um, but the, which school are we the talking ball, about here, Carly? Uh, not the one you went to, Alex. Oh, okay. Well, the one my sister <laughs> went to. The rival. The rival. Mm. Um, yes. Yeah, so the, the long list included um, things like you couldn't dye your hair. I think it was more than five, but it might have been 10% yeah. being a natural hair colour. <laughs> Uh, They're getting the the, the reps in from Dulux just to make sure it's not more than 10% different from the natural colour. No makeup. You were allowed one stud or sleeper per ear, uh, one flat (laughs) ring. You're allowed to wear a watch. Um, Whoa. How about that? Lenient. That's like Lord of the Flies. Allowed to wear a watch. What? Outrageous. Um, And boys weren't allowed to have their hair. I think it was shorter than a four or touching their collar. So somewhere in between was fine. So they really Goldilocks the boys' hair, not too heavy, not too light. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and no facial hair either. Did you ever get in trouble, Carly? Because I remember, I mean, there was a kid at our, at our school, at our high school, that just, I, for some reason, the myth had it that his parents had requested that he not need to wear a uniform. So he just didn't wear a uniform. Everyone That's, else at the school did. I wouldn't say I got in trouble, but I did have a semantics... Um, debate with one of the teachers about whether, I think it's called your tragus, you know, that weird little part of your ear that's sort of separate to the rest of your ear, um, touching your face as to whether that was a facial piercing or not. Oh, right. Right. Okay. So that little, little lump on the side there on the way into the ear, the little ski jump into the ear. Yeah. um, You were arguing that's ear and they were arguing it's face. (laughs) That's correct. Um, And in the end, I won. Yes, there we go, Carly. On the tragus, anyone who thinks the tragus <laughs> isn't part of the ear doesn't know what they're bloody talking about. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> well, Brian, thank you very much. Congratulations, Carly. Um, to Are you still got your tragus, tragus peers, Carly? No, actually, my body rejected it and it grew out. <laughs> oh, really? damn. Your body yeah, chose the school. It. That sucks. <laughs> I could hear it moving. It was quite disgusting. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, squirmy warning. Yeah, yeah thank you. <laughs> That's um, Tragus right. has got a mind of its own. 
Well, thank you very much, Carly. We'll catch you next time. Thank you. Fit check. It was absolutely spewing. Alex Tyson, absolutely spewing. Spitting chips. Oh, mate, I was so frustrated, okay, because I've been reading the Walkable Brisbane strategy document released by the Brisbane City Council. Uh, are we going to have a on-demand breakfast show entertaining comedy sketches, relatable content? Are we in one of those or are we in a council meeting, <laughs> you know, well, at uh, the you moment? Know, because I, keep... I don't think people are tuning in. Because they want to take out the bloody plastic chairs in the no. hall, the local town hall, and talk to the vice mayor and whoever's in there. I, you better make was, this interesting, mate. Sorry, sorry. If walking isn't interesting, sorry. If accessibility, if inclusion, if safety, if comfortability and enjoyability, yeah. okay, are not important. If fitness yeah, and health yeah. are not You're important. You're just calling me a nerd for like saying don't go off at prefects for that and you're, you know, listed these things, mate. Just be careful, I just all read, right? I read a 64-page document oh about the walkable Brisbane strategy. 48 pages, okay? Talking about what makes a walkable city. And 64 I pages? No, 48 pages. And I did that so that I could partake in the walkable Brisbane survey that the council had on their website, okay? So Woo-hoo! I could continue to make informed decisions for my community, okay? Right, I want uh, yeah, to, informed decisions for my I community. I want to inspire others to know that they have the ability to make a change in their community, okay? Don't I can't tell me you've my... been sucked in by this 15-minute city UN power grab, Matt. <laughs> Of saying everyone should be close to schools and doctors. Yeah, it's, they're gonna lock us in, mate. <laughs> don't you don't you know what they're up to, mate? Anyway, I read this stupid walkable Brisbane strategy, forty-eight yep. pages length in length, saying things about how, you know, providing shade makes people want to walk more, et cetera, et cetera. It's true. <laughs> but anyways, then I finally jump on the survey. Submissions closed yesterday. Oh, I was spewing. Mate, you should have run to that survey. You shouldn't have walked there, mate. <laughs> God, I needed to get there a little bit quicker. But it just reminded me, because when we were in Japan as well, this is the second time it's happened in Japan, uh, in, in the cab home from like a day out, right? Belinda's like, oh, should we get tickets for Disneyland for Friday? I was like, yeah, let's do it. Hmm. She jumps on the phone, selects three tickets for Disneyland, presses, you know, charge credit card, and hmm. then it says, sorry, there's an error. Suddenly... Sold out. No more tickets to Disneyland. We had just. We they were in the cart. Mm. They were there. The last three tickets to Disneyland, and suddenly, <laughs> how, how boom. did you break the news to Sophia? Oh, <laughs> we we said we sat her down. We literally did sit her on the bed. And we said, Sophia, you know how we've talked about going to Disneyland a lot this trip. <laughs> Well, we don't, we don't think we can do it. And then she said, then she started crying and she said, I wanted to see Anna and Elsa. Yeah. Um, and mm. then we had to say, well, actually, Anna and well, Elsa actually, only, I've got only something live in even Norway, more fun. Disneyland. But then, and then you said, we've got something even more fun. 
Have you read this 48-page walkable Brisbane document? <laughs> uh, because this is the best. This is better than the teacups. This is better than Elsa. Have a reader. Get copper load of this. Um, um. <laughs> so anyways, look, it's just made me think. When have you... Want, when did you, did you just miss out? I've missed out on the walkable <laughs> Brisbane strategy survey. Yeah. I've missed out on Disneyland. I just keep miss just missing out on things. Well, as always, you've you've been very lovely and checking our Insta stories to find the questions we chuck out there. And thank you very much for getting in touch. Jake said, "I paid and finished my Cert three in December. The next year, the course was made free." <laughs> oh. Mate, that's how I feel about kindergarten. They're making kindy mm. free in Queensland next year, the day well, that, that so the year that Sophia leaves. Well, that's the um that's the funny thing is, you know, in America they're thinking about cancelling student debt um for some people. People have paid off their student get debt are like really annoyed <laughs> at you know. Yeah, they're like, like well, can you I can't do that. But it's like, yeah, well, if you're curing cancer, I was like, whoa, 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 but I had cancer before. <laughs> Why do these guys get no cancer and I don't? All right? So, um, you know, be happy for people. It's a bit of a annoying, but, you know, you, you made it through. Tash said, I was number one. I was one number away from winning the jackpot of $13,000 on bingo. Absolutely devo. Well, Matt, every every time you spin the pokies, you're like, oh, just one away. If, I, if that had been five number sevens, I would have won it. <laughs> no, no. No, I had to stop playing the pokies, remember? Oh, yeah. I right. was a long way away from winning. <laughs> <laughs> this is about what did you just miss out on? <laughs> Not what did you miss out on by a country mile? <laughs> Smell toast. Well, Alex Dyson, from one, as they call them, clean skin to another, I'm not really uh, that familiar with the art of tattooing. Um, no. Although I was quite a fan of the track all the things you said all the things you said yeah day. you're right russian duo is the uh, closest we've been to a tattoo but um other people are pretty good at it including our next guests who um has his own has his own little uh tattoo studio i guess you could call it so we might cross to him now evan are you there yes hello boys hello evan um you how long have you been uh doing the tattoo thing for um i would probably say 12 months on and off Okay. So pretty pretty fresh to the game, mate. I am. I am no apprenticeship either. I don't think you need one in this industry. Well, where did you where did you get I mean, tell us about your first yeah, where did, time. Where do you learn doing tattoos? Yeah, Is there did, apprenticeships? Did you, did you buy an eBay or something like that? Um no, my mate bought a tattoo gun, black market off a mate, or a mate of a mate of a mate. Um, and one night pulled out and just decided, Hey, do you want to give me a fresh tap? And I thought this stuff's pretty easy, I can draw figures mm -hmm. and uh, just went away with it. Since then, probably about 20 tattoos deep on him. Oh, you've done 20 on the one the one canvas. Yeah, there are thereabouts. All right. And uh, what's your mate's name? Jake. Okay. And what was the very first tattoo you gave Jake? Might have been his uh, car rego. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, <is> Jake Why? 
He's got. A, he had a pretty cool, um, uh, pretty cool youth. In love with it, so um, we did a uh, the red show, and then the next one was only you know Australia's number one marsupial, the possum. Many parents get like their kids' names tattooed. I've never heard someone having their beloved youth's red show <laughs> tattooed on themselves. Well, and I, I funny you speak about kids' names. Actually, I um, my partner was pregnant, and we were thinking of calling my daughter a name. And I said, look, we're thinking of calling her Mia. So he asked me to tattoo it on her neck. So then he had Mia tattooed on her neck before she was even born, before we agreed to it. Are you sure so it was you- Mia or it wasn't just the first three letters of the rego number, M-I-A-486? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it's actually genius because the amount of times I've been asked by a hotel what, like, my car registration number is. You know when you're checking in and they go, are you parking yeah. here? And they're like, what's the rego? And you go, I don't I don't know. I've forgotten it. All these bloody newfangled parking meters. All right, you yes, park you got to walk all the way up the road and they say, pop in your rego. And you're looking back and you're squinting. It's like, oh, it's too far exactly. away. You need to just so- look down at your, um, what is it, his thigh? Where'd you, where'd you put the rego on? Yeah, he's got a little uh, leg sleeve of home job tattoos. You should have put the, the rego on him where it is on the car. So one on his ass and one on his front. <laughs> you know, Far in the ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you need a front and back, otherwise you're illegal going around the place there, uh, mate. But um, it's, it's nice to um, hear about them all. The funny thing is, I guess the reason we're talking to is these home job tattoos after, you know, the car red Joe, after the, <laughs> the non-existent baby yet's name, were you starting to run out of do- ideas? Yeah, we, we had this grand masterpiece idea uh, for a while now. And um, considering it was a while since I, I saw him, we we decided, you know, let, let's go ahead and do it next time I'm down. So we went ahead and um, as you saw in that, in that brilliant masterpiece, we uh, did the all-day breakfast um, logo. Now, we're going to check this in our socials, but there it is, embedded in Evan's mate Jake's skin, the podcast logo of me and Matt wearing our robes <laughs> alongside I mean, the, the <clears throat> listener logo as well. Uh, I mean, it's pretty incredible work for your, you know, even less than 20 tattoos there, Evan. Yeah, look, and mind you, it was pretty late at night too, so I probably um, wasn't in the best form. But, Did you uh, do the breathalyzer before <laughs> before you, you, you drove the tattoo gun? Um, uh, look, can I just ask... Are we the only podcast that Jake has on his body, or uh, are we just one of many? No, you're you're the one and only. Um, oh. we're, we're Matt and Alex fans through and through. Mm. Um, so yeah, there'll be no Hamish and Andy going on his leg. Well, I should hope not. I should absolutely <laughs> hope not, because I've seen some embarrassing tattoos in my day, and a Hamish and Andy one. Oh my goodness! You certainly wouldn't get the respect of the your uh, prison inmates with that one. <laughs> but I tell you what. You got Matt and Alex all day breakfast tattooed on you. You rule, you know, C ward in the in the prisons. I'll tell you what, C block is all yours with a Matt and Alex. Evan, are you going to uh, are you going to give yourself the um, you know, the the M A A A D B once over? Um, I'm not against it. I understand. I think maybe your reluctance there, Evan. Jake's got the like the Matt and Alex all day breakfast, like literal. You've got the two of us stick figures. You've got the listener logo. It looks it looks exactly like maybe you want something subtle and obviously something that still works in prison. So maybe instead of just a teardrop under your eye, you just do a few crumbs. Little crumbs from the bottom lip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just down the side of the lip, a couple of crumbs. Well, don't don't, don't give us any ideas because I already gave him a face tat. You probably want another one now. No, What's on his what face? face did you give him? 
Um, I gave him dots on the side of his head. So can I ask, what, I mean, does um, Jake, is he, he's just stopped caring? <laughs> has he? He's thrilled with the Matt and Alex one, but the face tag is a little bit cut about. Well, I, mean, I can understand he'd be thrilled about the Matt and Alex. The reason that is because anyone who's got a tattoo with Matt and Alex all day breakfast on it automatically gets a Matt and Alex crumb bag. So congratulations, oh, yeah. Evan. Yeah, We're going to be sending out Jake a crumb bag. So you've just won, won your mate, uh, the... The most fashionable bum bag in the business. Yeah, boy. He'll be thrilled. Oh, legend. Thanks very much, Evan. Thank you for listening to the potty as well. Do we have enough Do we have enough crumb bags for two? Can we give them both one? Bron, what's the vibe on the amount yeah, of... Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah thumbs do. up. We're getting the thumbs up <laughs> from producer yeah, Bron, Bron. Yeah, you can both, both have a crumb bag. The that's artist it, it. and the muse get a crumb yeah. bag. So congratulations. You can put, you can put your, your tattoo ink in yours, Evan, and Jake can put the concealer in to cover up those <laughs> dots. Uh, thanks very much, guys. See you thanks, later. Guys. Appreciate it. Have a good one. And we will be seeing you later here on All Day Breakfast. That is the end of our show for today. So thank you very much for uh, hanging out with us. And Alex, you know, it just goes to show how easy it is to secure yourself a bit of Matt and Alex history. All you have to do <laughs> is tattoo us onto your body. Is you know? defile like... <laughs> the only body you have and will ever have with ink in the representation of our faces. That's, that's all it is. <laughs> so um, thank you very much for tuning in. Unlike Dan Andrews, we will be at work tomorrow with another big episode of this little podcast we like to call All Day Breakfast. Bye. That's it. The All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.